Welcome to Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, where we promote integration and collaboration. Whether you are just starting your practice or you are ready to push the profession forward, we aim to provide you all the tools necessary to form relationships and educate your community. After all, spines of all sizes deserve to be adjusted. Welcome to our podcast and thanks for listening. Hey guys, it's Dr. Katie here and today I want to talk about rejection. So... Being in chiropractic in a non-traditional Eastern medicine mindset, you are going to challenge a couple people's ideas and philosophy on what it means to be healthy and what it means to take care of people and animals by extension. So you're going to have a lot of people tell you no. You're going to have a lot of people tell you that doesn't work. You're going to have a lot of people doubt you. But I affectionately call myself the streaming, uh, online streaming service compared to the brick and mortar video store. There's two very popular companies you probably know of nowadays that have revolutionized, revolutionized, gosh, I can't talk today, revolutionized the market for streaming videos onto your laptop or onto your TV through a smart TV that now you don't have a need or not as big a need for, you know, those brick and mortar movie stores where you could rent uh, DVDs or videotapes. I don't know if you guys even remember what videotapes are, but you have something that is amazing and you just need the opportunity to show how amazing it is what you do. And having that doubt isn't something that should stop you because chiropractic and what it does for spines of all shapes and sizes is amazing. And I really think it's a disservice that we are unfortunately trending towards using chiropractic as just an alternative pain relief uh, modality instead of having it in its own right as a maintenance, as a, you know, something you do to take care of yourself, just like going to the gym or brushing your teeth. It's a healthy habit that people need to put in their regular routine instead of just going every once in a while when they hurt, whether it be a human or an animal. So in dealing with rejection, I'm going to get a little emotional this episode because I have had my fair share of rejection in my lifetime. And I first want to talk about what happened to me in my lifetime. And second, I want to talk about how I dealt with it. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and lean into this story. Uh, Many of you that know me know that I didn't grow up from a very uh, well-off household. I grew up middle class, if you will, but not well-off middle class. My mom actually got divorced while I was in middle school and was a single parent. She's still a single parent. And, um, you know, she took care of me and my brother. And in middle school, I had a really hard time battling with depression. And she started taking me to horseback riding lessons as a means of therapy. And any of you that have been around horses, another therapeutic benefit. I really recommend that everyone be around horses. It is amazing what they do for the soul, uh, for the body too. Really great cardio, riding horses and taking care of horses. But um, I went as much as we could afford. Um, You know, we didn't have a lot of money, so I kind of intermittently went 
I didn't have a whole bunch of money for shows or buying my own equipment. Um, and I, I worked so hard to, you know, make it so that I could, uh, go to regular riding lessons and just, uh, be around the horses. I didn't really care about the other people in my, uh, my horseback riding class. I just want to be around the horses. Um, so that being said, you know, I went intermittently. I wasn't very good. I mean, I could, I could sit a trot and I could not fall off when I went over stuff, but that's about as good as I got. And I had the, the kind of silly notion in my head that, you know, this makes me really happy. I want to be around horses the rest of my life. Why don't I be a large animal vet or a professional horse trainer? That'd be really cool. So I took my college fund and whatever I had in it. And I went to a big, fancy, expensive school up in Ohio. And I went into a horse training program. Um, I went to the University of Finley. And I did the English Equestrian Program. And I loved it there. I learned a lot. But when I was there, I'm not bad-mouthing anyone, but I had a very bad experience while I was there. I think the program in and of itself was great. Um, but when I went through the program, I... I felt very quickly that I was being, um, what's the word for this? I was put in the beginner class. I was doing basic stuff. I wasn't learning as much or being afforded the opportunity to do as much as my classmates. Um, I was kind of treated like I was stupid, treated like I didn't know anything, and I had a, I could palpably feel like I was being singled out as like the dumbest kid in the room and I didn't like it. So I respectfully requested an appointment with my professors, um, the head trainer and the assistant trainer. And I sat them down and I said, look, I'm willing to put in the hours. I want to be as good as I can be. I, I really am passionate about this and I really want to do this the rest of my life. Tell me what I need to do. Tell me, do I need to ride more hours? Do I need to do this? Like, just tell me. I, I want to work and I want to be successful at this. And the head trainer at that time, I don't think she's there anymore, but the head trainer at that time, she looked at me. She changed my life with what she said. She said, I don't think you have any natural talent for this. I think you should just quit while you're ahead. And I looked at her kind of dumbfounded and then I looked at the assistant trainer and no one defended me they sat there and shattered what I thought I was going to do for the rest of my life they said you suck you don't have any natural talent and you should just give up so I was kind of mesmerized I had no idea what to do and I'm still emotional about it to this day because I really love being around horses. I love being around animals. And to hear someone who I feel like didn't even know me very well, didn't give me the opportunity to show them I was willing to put in the hard work just to say give up was just like the worst thing in the world. So I, I sat there and I said, well, thank you for your opinion, but I disagree. And I left. I kind of stormed out. And I digested it over the next couple weeks, and then I went into my academic off um, academic uh, advisor's office, excuse me, <clears throat> and I said, as of today, I am no longer going to be in the hunt seat program. I want to be in the dressage program. 
And so he arranged for me to transfer into the dressage program. And I fell in love with dressage. And those of you that, you know, heard me earlier uh, probably noticed that I said, well, in college I transitioned from hunt seat and then fell in love with dressage. Know that that is why I got rejected and I said, screw you, I'm going to follow my passion another way. And thankfully the dressage trainer, she had me and she taught me and she took me under her wing. She she let me borrow her dressage tack. She let me ride extra horses so I could figure out what I wanted to do and how I wanted to learn. And, you know, I had a lot to learn. I didn't know any of the letters. I didn't know what haunches in was. I didn't know what shoulder in was. I didn't even freaking know how to sit up straight. I kept leaning forward because I'm used to riding hunters. And they were so patient with me. And, you know, they gave me the ability to follow my passion again. And I can't even tell you how hard it is to have someone you look up to tell you that you should just give up. It's really hard to hear that. And it's really hard to have something in your heart that you want and be told that you're, you know, not, not fit for the field. I know you shouldn't ever care what someone else's opinion is of you, but it still hurts when they say it out loud. So from that experience, it's, it's hard to carry on, but ultimately I want to say thank you to that person, that, that head trainer that told me that because nowadays I use that experience and I say, okay, well, that's your opinion, but I'm going to prove you wrong. And I've had multiple people when I was interviewing for human associate chiropractic positions and also a couple of, um, you know, integral people in my life have told me, you're never going to make a living doing that. There's no way you're going to have enough time to do that. There's no way vets are going to work together with you and allow you to do that with their patients. Owners aren't ready for that. It's just a pain relief modality. There's no way people are going to pay you for that. And I, I just kept turning excuse after excuse after excuse. And I just kept doing it. I mean, I heard it and I responded to it and I improved, but I didn't let it stop me. So, sorry, I'm so emotional in this episode, but I don't want those moments in your life that feel life crippling and life shattering to define you. I want them to propel you forward. I want them to be, um, you know, a place where you use it as a launch pad instead of as, you know, quicksand. I want you to rise up to the occasion. I want you to say, screw you. I'm going to do better than this. I'm going to prove you wrong. The world deserves more than that. And I You know, God gave me a purpose to be here. So even if you say no, I'm going to prove you wrong. And you're always going to have people that are going to tell you, no, it's not possible. But I really feel like they're only saying that because your dream and your vision is beyond what they think is capable. So don't limit yourself based upon what other people are saying to you. Because really through 
I don't know if you're religious, but through God, all things are possible. And through sheer damn luck sometimes, and also through persistence, you are going to get what you want if you're willing to work for it. But you have to work for it. And you have to take a hundred no's for one yes. So I want you to strengthen your heart, strengthen your mind, and I want you to get to work because the world needs you and they need what you have to offer. But if you hear no and you quit, then you're never going to know what you're capable of. So um, that's my story. I'm so choked up about it. I apologize. Um, yeah, I'm not really s- sorry that I'm all choked up, but it, it was hard for me to go through that and it's still hard for me to live with that because it left a really deep scar um but I continue every day to prove people wrong and I just I hate for other people who are doing what I do to hear no and just take it because I really feel like our animals deserve more than that I really feel like our profession deserves more than that and if you can't get up off your butt uh, after someone told you no, then, you know, I, I just really feel like we need people that are more resilient than that. So, um, I'm here for you, but don't take no as a final answer and keep growing, keep learning, keep serving. And if, if you, if you need more inspiration, I don't know what's more inspirational than a damn screw you, but, uh, if you need that philosophy, you know, sometimes it helps. So, um, our profession is moving forward. We have something that is amazing. We have an awesome gift. I call every adjustment a little gift. Um, so I encourage you to keep spreading your, your word, your mission, your vision, and, increase the amount of spines getting adjusted because we know for a fact the, the research is moving in a positive direction that people and pets that get adjusted need less pain medication, have less emergency visits, are healthier overall, and you can be a part of that. So don't give up just because someone says it's not possible in their mind because your mind is much better than that and you see much further into the future and you know more what you're capable of and you are willing to put in the hard work. Um, So let me know how I can help you because I really see this as something we need to move forward. And if you have other things I can talk about in the future that will help you, I encourage you to reach out to me at Making Strides for Animal Cairo. I want to make you be successful. I want to make you proficient. I want to inspire you to stay passionate in the face of rejection because you're going to have it. It's a part of life. It's going to come every day, sometimes multiple times a day. But rejection is worth overcoming because what is beyond the rejection is so worth it. So this is Dr. Katie here. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking to you soon. Hey guys, Dr. Katie here. Thanks for listening. My intention behind starting this podcast was to build awareness and promote our amazing profession. If you like what we're doing here, please like, share, or leave a review. Help us to spread this movement so we all can begin to take steps towards change. Let's make strides for animal chiropractic.